Hello, and welcome to episode two of Inside the Yale Admissions Office. Uh, Here we are inside the Yale Admissions Office once again. I'm Hannah. And I'm Mark. And uh, today we're going to talk to you a little bit about the committee process. Yeah, we're making history. We are going where no podcast, where no recording device has ever been before inside an admissions committee meeting. Yeah, it's definitely very exciting. It is um, really when... Uh, when decisions are made and, um, you know, while we're reading applications, uh, it's a very sort of solitary and solo process. And then we get to the committee room and um, everything, in my opinion, kind of snaps into place. This is where it all happens. Um, But right, it's not this, you know, intense, scary, uh, you know, very serious room. I mean, the work we do is obviously quite serious. Um, But but it's also really fun and exciting and uh, kind of where the magic happens. Yeah, I kind of think that there are maybe two different visions you might have of it. Um, you know, one might be, uh, two movie illusions, uh, one would be one of my favorite scenes from Mary Poppins where Dick Van Dyke is in his old man makeup and you've got the old bankers, you know, singing their song about tuppence and there's these you know, super, uh, <laughs> you know, old, scary dudes. Um, the other is from, uh, from 12 Angry Men, right? And you're imagining these super combative people who are, standing up and yelling at each other and we'll get into these big arguments and like come to blows and neither of those is a good picture of what happens at all no so just i'll put put that out there and that's not what you should be imagining here all right so it's a little after 8 a.m it's a rainy wednesday morning in february and i'm getting things set up in the committee room where i'm going to be all day with uh, my colleague jill presenting her area So we're in a room that's about the size of a living room. We've got a big horseshoe-shaped folding table that's in the middle of it, and that is pointed at the wall where we've got a big screen TV set up, and that is going to be projecting documents from different applications throughout the day. We also have our enormous stockpile of snacks ready to go. I can see Fritos and Nutri-Grain bars and chocolates and all manner of caffeinated beverages as well because we're going to be here for the next nine hours or so. Um, There's also a big cup that is full of sharp pencils because we will all be taking notes on uh, pages of our slate as we're going through and we'll actually be recording the individual votes on paper as well. So I'm going to get the computer set up and we will be ready to go in just a few minutes. And we're back in our studio. Let's talk a little bit about who is in the room for admissions committee. Yeah, there's usually five people. Uh, One of those people is going to be the area admissions officer, so the person who is presenting and who's read the files themselves. We will also have a chair who is a senior admissions officer. Uh, We might have another admissions officer in the room. Yes, we usually will have another admissions officer in the room. And then we have two people from outside of our office who will join us. Yeah, and they're designed to give two different perspectives. So we will always have, and this time of year, a faculty member can be from any department. Um, just this week, I was in committee for three different committees. Um, I had a professor in psychology, a professor in history, and a professor in chemical engineering. Yeah, and then we'll have a dean of Yale College. Um, usually that's a residential college dean or someone else who works within um, 
um, kind of the Yale College Dean's Office to give us that other kind of student life perspective in the committee. And we said that committee makes a decision on every applicant, and that's true. But we have more than 35,000 applicants this year. So I actually did the math before this episode, Hannah, um, and oh I sort of added things up. Here we and, go. Um, so yeah, if you imagine if you spent five minutes, let's say, on each one of those 35,000 applicants, okay, that would turn into 175,000 minutes. That translates into about 3,000 hours. If you translated that into eight-hour workdays, you would have actually, and I loved this, exactly 365 eight-hour workdays of committee it would take you to get through each and every one of those. So, um, no, committee does not discuss every applicant, um, but they do decide on every applicant. So explain how that works, Anna. Yeah, so we do um, devote a lot of time to going through our list of applications. We have two committees running all day, five days a week for six weeks during the regular decision process. We are looking at kind of um, printed slate that that tells us a lot, gives us a little bit of code about uh, each applicant that we can, you know, glance at and understand sort of um, the basics of what we're about to see. Right. So we're looking essentially at the homework that the area admissions officer has done. And we're seeing information about both the applicants and the admissions officer's read of those applicants. And it's a lot of data. And the area admissions officer has decided essentially which of these cases the committee should be talking about. But the committee is going through that slate and looking at each and every one. I use the uh, another a new, another movie reference. This is a movie themed. <laughs> How many episode. movie references can we get? So in this here one's today? The Matrix, and I hope that folks listening have seen The Matrix. And there's a great scene where the character, you know, is who's you know in the ship is looking at all the screens and he's explaining how he can read the Matrix. And he's like, after a while, you just don't see the code anymore. And I feel like you sort of get to that point, right? Like I can read a slate and I can learn a lot about the applicants that are there. And, you know, most of whom, the area admissions officer, I can understand why we're not going to be having a full discussion about the applicants um, on that slate. Right. Um, Confession, I have never seen The Matrix. (gasps) What? Which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because it's totally You're within. Missing out. I know. It's it's just one of those like cultural holes I have. Oh and man. Now I feel like now it's too late. I saw it in ninth grade and then I was a philosophy major. So this is an important part of my I life. Feel like <laughs> I have no excuse. Like I would like it was I was within the age range of being able to see it. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have anything to, to say for Yeah, myself, you're missing out on an enormous number of cultural references and and some of, and Keanu Reeves' best work. I mean, by, which is not saying much, but by far, <laughs> all right, missing out. Anyway, as committee members, though, if we are looking at a slate, we do have the opportunity, even if a candidate isn't kind of on the list of who that area officer was planning to present to us in full. Um, based on what you see on that slate, you could say, "Hey, this looks interesting," and you know, for whatever reason, we might want to dig in and take a look. And that happens um, quite often. Op- often. So there's this sort of series of checks and balances in the committee room. That's right. And sometimes that winds up being a full discussion. Sometimes it's a quick sort of, oh, what's going on here? And you kind of get a quick answer. Um, But um, yep, it's your job as a committee member to sort of be thinking about every applicant that's on that slate. Right. So um, let's talk about what happens when we actually hear a case as a committee. Everyone starts with the area officer reading their work card. And we we touched a little bit on what this is when we talked about the application reading process in our last episode. But it's kind of a, a redaction of, um, of the file and sort of 
ends with a little bit of direction as to what would be helpful for the committee to read or, um, you know, where we could dig in a little bit further. Right. So the officer is reading verbatim, you know, from their notes. So we're going to hear, you know, their notes on what the students' activities were, any awards they've won, for example, things like what their essays were about, what their teacher recommendations said about them, and those summary comments. And that... I, it feels to me like I'm back in third grade, like reading aloud to the class because, <laughs> you know, I have to stick to my words, but make sure I'm like, you know, enunciating and people can follow along with what I've written. Right, right. Exactly. You sort of have to sit up straight and project. It is, it's like kind of fun and nerve wracking in this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so after that happens, the committee gets to sort of discuss the case and a discussion of a, of a single applicant can take 30 seconds or 30 minutes. Yeah, and it will just depend on the specifics of the case and the people in the room. We have someone who is at a computer pulling up documents by request of the members. So we might have heard, you know, um, what the first essay was about. And you're like, that sounds really interesting. I want to see that. And we'll pull it up on a big screen. And you'll have five people sitting around a table looking at it. And know that everyone in that room is going through the exercise with an interest in figuring out who this person is and, you know, what kind of um, contributions they would make to Yale. We're not up there looking for comma splices or another and saying, no, get this off the screen. This is terrible. You know, move along. Um, We are really sort of trying to figure out who this person is. And it's really fun. It is fun. And usually, or, you know, always, the people who are making up the committee are People who are really committed to Yale, um, who really like, you know, being here and working here and, and seeing what the students can do. So um, it's exciting. It's exciting to sit around a room with people like that and talk about kind of the potential of applicants um, to really take advantage of the full Yale experience. And I think that might surprise people. I, I can imagine that folks would think that a highly selective process is sort of focused on, you know, pinning laurels on people, you know, sort of saying, all right, who's earned this the most? Who is most deserving of this or that? Or, you know, maybe trying to project out, like, who's going to be president or who's going to create the next, you know, Tesla or something like that. And I don't know how to do that. Like, yeah. that's, not, <laughs> that's not my job. That's not the committee's job. Um, so our discussions are really focused on the Yale community, which is why it's so helpful to have the faculty and the deans in there. In the committee room, it's helpful to often have a discussion about applicants and really kind of talk things out. Sometimes a a case will be really clear cut that we talk about and there will be nothing to sort of hold us up. We'll just be really, really excited to admit a student. Um, And other times we might, you know, be excited to think about admitting a student, but maybe there's something we really need need to talk out. So an example of that might be, um, you know, Maybe the student doesn't have a pristine academic record. Maybe they had sort of a bumpy start to high school um, or there were, you know, some extenuating circumstances. And those things, it's really helpful to talk in the committee setting as opposed to trying to suss it out on your own as a lone application reader. That's right. As an area officer, it's really useful. I I will go to committees and be like, guys, help me think through this. I don't know. I've tried to document as much as I can about what's going on here, but it is complex. Mm -hmm. And I need your help to suss through this. And we will just dig in. I mean, I love committee because it's really when everything kind of clicks into place for me. Um, The discussion will often sort of bring up issues or questions or, uh, you know, exciting things that you don't necessarily pick up on in your first read. Um, And everything just kind of becomes a little bit more clear. I mean, it is hard work, but it's a fun way to spend a day. You know, I come home from a day in committee uh, in a really good mood, particularly this time of year, which is February, March. Like there's 
no better way I can think of to spend a day than sitting around with my colleagues talking about really interesting and cool students. Like I just, I leave every admissions committee impressed and excited about the people that we're talking about. And, you know, it's really a fun privilege to be able to say like, we just admitted this person to Yale. That's so cool. Yeah, it totally is. Doesn't uh, get old. It, no, it, it never gets get old. old. Uh, just so we're not painting a totally rosy picture of it, though, it can also be really emotionally draining yeah. and exhausting. Like yeah. it is, t- it's exciting, but it's tiring to sit in a room all day and and make sometimes sometimes really tough decisions. Um, Sometimes, uh, you know, we'll be reading applica- applications and we'll be reading an essay and everyone in the room is in tears. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've had the experience of, you know, getting getting choked up after a vote mm. happens, you know, like you imagine the Hollywood sort of, you know, music is swelling to that moment. <laughs> and and I usually am sort of like, let's keep going, please. Like, right, <laughs> right, right. We have to move on. To the next one. Let's, let's <laughs> not linger too long. There are some things that can just be really funny in the committee. There'll be, you know, a great comment that someone will make that'll become the sort of running joke for an entire day in committee and you really bond with the other people in that room with you. Yeah, and um, you know, like we said, we also have that screen up so we can pull up different parts of the application, and um, that can be fun too because we'll we'll often do a little bit of research as well. So, for example, um, I'm on our international team, and, and we were in international committee earlier this week, and um, we were kind of bouncing all around continental Europe, and every time we'd enter a new country or a place where um, you know it wasn't quite obvious where the applicant was from, we pull it up on a map. We look at Google mm-hmm. Images, and we kind of set the stage, and um, that's a really nice way to kind of get sort of grounded in each individual case. And the other fun thing that we do in international committee sometimes is we'll say, hey, let's work through lunch and let's uh, order the like cuisine of the part of the <laughs> world that we're in today. So um, that's that's all. Oh, really I want to do that for our southern committees. I want to get some, you know, some barbecue. Oh, yeah, going. totally. To make that happen. Highly recommended. That would be fun. Yeah. Back to the experience of being an officer presenting in that committee, you know, I feel like we all have, you know, some applicants, I would say probably even most applicants, right, where you are just presenting the facts and you're sort of saying, well, I, I hope that this works out well, but, you know, I, you don't feel like you as an admissions officer played much of a role, right? Like mm-hmm. you just read the file, presented the strengths of the file, the committee dug in. Mm-hmm. There are some, though, where you really feel like, oh, man, like, I want to make this case. Like mm-hmm. I I caught something in here I'm not sure that everyone else would have caught and I want to make a case for it. And that that is the pinks that really never gets old to me. Like that's the most satisfying and and also heartbreaking, you know, piece of it as well because it doesn't always go your way. Sometimes, you know, everyone has the experience of really rooting for someone and you you make your base best case, you put your best foot forward, you you let the applicant put their best foot forward and you just don't get the votes. Every decision that we make is made uh, by vote and we actually have these little um, like voting clickers that like little clickers you might use in a lecture class or mm-hmm. something like that. Instant, where we, instant polling. Instant mm-hmm. polling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so our votes are anonymous. For an applicant to be admitted, four out of the five votes need to be an admit vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the, there's a chair, and the chair's job is really to sort of facilitate that discussion that we've been talking about. That, as I said, could be really quick, could be really, really long. We could wind up not looking at anything in the application. We could look at virtually every document, kind of mm-hmm. just read it together. But it's the chair's job to sort of say, okay, I think we have talked about this enough. Uh, it's time to, to vote. And when we do, we pick up those clickers and we, we 
press a button, and we all then crane our necks to look over to the computer screen, <laughs> uh, another computer where the votes are tallied, and it's, you know, click the button, and then it, the vote is revealed. And um, I find it, I don't know, I find it sort of quaint that even with all this technology now, the vote is actually still recorded on paper. Yes, which is nice because there's truly nothing more satisfying than writing that little A on your yeah. sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Feels really good. That's right. Yeah, as an officer, when you're presenting, you know, you get to, you get to know, you know, in your slate. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Got in. So we recorded a real committee earlier this week. Here are a few sound bites from inside the committee room. Okay, you're looking at Fort Myers, Naples, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach. So basically, we're looking at everything along this coast, mm-hmm. and then everything over here. No Miami. Uh, so Miami is my 21. It's just a great piece <laughs> that feels really authentic, right? Yeah. 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 Maybe the second teacher rack kind of want to get the best argument. Ready to vote? Yep. There you go. Well, he puts others first. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. He sounded to me like a true reader. Should we read something? Yeah. Yeah. And we're back in our studio also known as Reed's office, with Jill, who just wrapped up a full day of presenting part of her area in the committee room. I was there. Great job, Jill. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel so good. Uh, (laughs) Committee is actually probably my favorite part of this entire process. It'll surprise no one listening that Jill is uh, training for a marathon right now. (laughs) Jill was literally just talking all day, and I'm usually just exhausted and don't want to talk to anybody after committee, and she's still going. Oh, no, right committee now. energizes me. <laughs> wow. Gets me going. I'm impressed. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how you prepared for today. Yeah. Uh, so I think the biggest thing that I do when I'm preparing for committee is to go through honestly, all of the applicants that I've read for the areas that I'm presenting and looking at my notes and looking at the outside readers' notes and determining what students I'm going to bring to the table in committee. I want to make sure that I'm giving them pretty much the best uh, chance when I go into that room. I will edit my cards to make sure I'm hitting all of the right points. Uh, I will make sure that I've read over the outside readers' cards so that I know exactly what all of their little notes and what acronyms mean so that when I get into that room, I really am the the expert on not only my area, but also the, the notes that I'm reading out to committee, the students in my area, the schools, et cetera. Any surprises in today's committee? You know, there were a few surprises sometimes. I think one of the biggest things is when we're going over the notes um, and the committee starts having a discussion, sometimes the conversation can seem as though it may be going in a down direction, so we might be denying the student. And then we get to the vote, which is an anonymous vote, and then everyone was like, yeah, we want to accept this kid. Mm-hmm. And that was how the vote turned out. And so those are always surprises. And then on the other side of the table, when it comes to surprises, a lot of the times they come in the form of a student that I thought, you know, was maybe a really, really great fit for Yale. I was super excited to bring them to the table. But then in the process of hearing committee's discussion about all different types of students that I've already been presenting, you start to realize what the larger pool looks like. And you start to realize that even though, you know, when I was reading my tiny little area and one of my kids, and they seemed like a real standout, in presenting all of my other standout kids, that kid kind of, you know, falls a little short. Along those lines, did you have any, like, big disappointments today? Is there anything that's going to keep you up at night? 
you know, nothing that's going to keep me up at night. I think we always have, you know, the kids that we're really rooting for and it, not, it doesn't always go in your favor. You do the best you can to really try to give that kid the best chance. But like I said, sometimes the pool is really just strong in other areas. And even when you really, really want that kid, there's other voices in the room. Uh, and it's not just me that gets to make these decisions. And so I think that's really important. I think it's good to have that checks and balances. But obviously at the end of the day, I want all of my kids to get in, all of my Florida kids. <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks for giving us a little bit of time at the end of a busy day for you. Yeah. Go, go take a rest or, I don't know, maybe take a run since you're so energized. <laughs> I might just do that. Time right. to start training, Jill. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long haul. All right, thanks, Jill. Thank you. So we're here with Alfie, who chaired the committee today. And Alfie, we're here to get your hot take. We were just in the committee room a few minutes ago and wrapped up. So tell us a little bit about how you guide the conversation once Jill has presented a case. Yeah, well, today's committee, people were just uh, very vocal. So oh, okay. it was, uh, today, I would say it wasn't, uh, I didn't feel like I really needed to guide the conversation. But, you know, if after we've heard the card or read a document, just, you know, if, if folks don't seem to be uh, sharing opinions, just asking people for their feedback or thoughts. Um, and, you know, if they don't, if if folks around the room don't feel like they have much to to say that things seem pretty straightforward, and then we just go ahead and uh, I call for the vote. Yeah, so can you talk a little bit about kind of how you decide that it's time? You know, I it's almost sort of like a feeling that you you can kind of get based on the conversation, on some of the, the, the comments that are being made on a file, and just kind of feeling the momentum of where people might be heading. Uh, and... You know, calling the vote at that point, or if it seems kind of like people are having a good conversation, but you know, feeling kind of stuck, just sort of saying, "Well, let's let's just take a vote and see where we are." And you know, if people feel differently about the outcome of that vote, then we can always continue the conversation. All right, super. Well, thanks for coming in, Alfie. It was a really fun day with you and Jill <laughs> in committee, and thanks for your insights. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Alfie. We do that over and over. And over again. Yep. All day, every day, at <laughs> yep. this time of year, for for six weeks. That's how it happens. Like that's we we said we were going to show how the magic happens. That's how the magic happens. Yep. Um, and then we walk out of that committee room at the end of every day with sort of a full set of decisions on an area. Uh, but, but it's not quite over yet. Mm. There's more, and those decisions that come out of area committee are not necessarily going to be the final decision. There is still one more act to to follow. Um, and we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Yes. How we wrap things up, tie a bow on it, get ready to actually release 35,000 decisions out to you know anxious high school students who've applied. That's right. We've got to go. We've got to go get ready for some more committee meetings. Lots more committee meetings. Yeah. So thanks, as always, to our friend Jill, who's both our sound engineer and a great admissions officer. Thanks to Reed for lending us his office. Uh, thanks to our former admissions officer, Andrew Brick Johnson, who composes our beautiful music. Uh, check him out at andrewbrickjohnson.com. And finally, remember that the views expressed in this podcast are ours and don't necessarily represent those of Yale University. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.